contains mature subject matter. Including maladjusted youth, masochistic hillbillies, and the excitement of the price is right. It may be deemed inappropriate for our younger viewers. Viewer discretion advised. I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange journey. <laughs> I could put on these glasses or start eating that trash can. You maniacs! What is a man? When we are successful, we will be. We had a real chance with this. Feeling fantastic. It's episode 44 for Behind the Schemes. This is the uh, 10th of May, and I'm Booberry Mothman of the Miniocalypse. And uh, from somewhere uh, somewhere over here, uh, my name, I guess, is Lavish. And scampering right in from the very sewers of Brooklyn, New York, joining us tonight, it's Nick motherfucking The Rat. Nick The Rat. Oh, it's not, I've got... It's not Nick Threat. It's Nick The Rat. Thank you. Sorry. It's my accent. How's it going? No, no, tonight? You, the rat. You didn't say that. A lot of people when they read my name in the chat because it's all one massive like Akira type of word. It looks like Nick Threat. Interesting. Now is Nick mm. short for something? I've always been curious about this. Uh, Nick is short for uh, Nicholas. I am actually a uh, Santa Claus double. Interesting. Uh, uh, interesting. No, I guess it would be short for Nicholas. You know, uh, uh, what else is Nick short for? Like Nick Nikolai Nick, Nicole Nikolai. Uh, Nicholas without the O in the middle, just Nicholas, like like the golf, uh, the golfer. Nicole. I actually, I actually forget if how I spell my my full name now. It's N I C H O L. I have the O L A S in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, very cool, very cool. Nicholas the rat. I'll have to check the rat birth certificate. See and see uh, what the, Nick, the lawman wrote. Nick the rat hails from nicktherat.com. He does a show called Nick the Rat. <laughs> I, I highly, uh, I highly recommend everybody stops what they're doing right now and go and check out Nick the Rat. 
Yes. Into On the IRC, uh, it's hashtag Nick the Rat. Uh, oh, wait, no, it's, it's hashtag Sewer Chat. My bad. Sewer Chat. Sewer Chat. You know sewer Chat is weird because it's either it's sewer or sewer. <laughs> sewer. So I either get, uh, I either get newts newts or old or old women that uh, use that hobbyists. hashtag. Yeah. Well, why not both? Weird mix. It's kind of hot. Right on. That's uh, why we're having you here. We, I know, we know you accept everybody. You accept seamstresses and seamsters and tricksters. You accept everybody. This is true. Except the, except the French. No, I'm just joking. I yeah, yeah. French, you're, about that. French, you're fine. Well, we yeah. don't have any uh, French here tonight, but we do have a freak of hazard that came in, Mama, Mama Lavish, with ten dollars. Uh, oh. She also sent in a. Uh, a uh, picture of one of the tarot cards that she was talking about last week in the chat room. We can go to hashtag green room zero node.net. I believe uh, you can check that out. It's a really cool uh, hand painted piece of art. It's the magician first card in the deck. Yeah. Mama lavish is a, is a tarot fiend. She's got, uh, she's got all kinds of cool, cool. Uh, what is it? Hardware at hand. Where's the link for this? I want to check this out. It's in You're the love it. show notes. Uh, sorry, chat room in the description. I hope. Oh, okay. I don't think I. You're all. I'll post the link. Right. I got. It. I think I got it. It's at the. Post it for everybody. The Zas, Zas corner. Zoso's yeah. corner. Like 2020, but it's Z's instead of twos. But there is two Z's. And the card is, I think, very appropriate for the guests. It is the magician or the magi. I thought it was the cavalier denier. Well, That's the first one. So the there's two cards. Cavalier Denier, uh, Denier is oh, yeah. tonight's Hello. card. Hello. Um, the MAGA card uh, was sent in last week um, uh, during the post show, I believe. So I'm including it from last week's discussions. Because I, I was, <laughs> uh, funny enough, Sir Bimrose uh, was cool enough to put us on for the Grumpy Old Ben slot because uh, Darren O was out and Carl from who are these podcasts came on or what are these podcasts? And I got to listening. I was like, Oh, I'm sitting here talking about this card with no reference. And I realized I forgot to shout out what I was actually looking at. So yes, we we like to pull a card before every show. We like to curse every show, Uh, hand, hand cursed show, small batch. And uh, tonight's small batch card is the nine of pentacles. The night rides a heavily uh, comparisoned, Caparisoned horse, C A P A R I S O N E D, uh, through a freshly plowed field. He wears a green branch in his helmet, and another decorates the front of his horse's bridle. He looks placidly at the pinnacle he holds in front of him. He is the lord of the wild and fertile land, king of the spirits of the earth. Choose this card for a young man with black hair and eyes. Nick the Rat, what color are your eyes? Uh, They are blue. Oh, so close. So close. Well, I have, I have a question about this magician card really quick. Now, mm-hmm. is is the is the naked lady with the torch and the sword the magician? Or is she coming, is like, or is like me the magician? Like she's coming towards me. She's the warrior uh, Amazonian and uh-huh. I'm the magician. She, she she's she, the magician. Oh, she's the magician. I thought yeah. I, I was putting myself because you thought you I were want, the magician. I want to be the magician because I, I, I want to, I want, I want her to come at, I want her to come at me with that, that torch and sword. Well, see that, yeah. that's how it, I mean, if yeah. you were the to draw this card, you're the hero in that journey. And in that classic story, the magician is the first person the hero encounters that sort of bestows them with the magic power. So mm-hmm. she's got the sword. She's got the uh, the staff, the water. You know, she's in the ocean. 
Um, and there's some pinnacles in front of her, so her coins. So she's all beckoning four. you to journey. You know, she, oh, she's she's she wants you to come with her to. It's, it's was, dangerous. She's holding a sword, she's holding up, fire. It was an old man. It was an old man in a cave. Yeah, the magician is Telling like Obi Wan Kenobi. Telling me to take the sword, and it's dangerous to go alone. <laughs> exactly. 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 I'm sorry. Your father was a great pilot. He also murdered countless children. Oh no, that was oh. a that's a link to the past reference, isn't it? You, you're a well-read man. You've you've read your classics. Oh yeah, I I know both references we're referring to right now. Yes, yes. Um, so let's see what else did I or have? All for three, me? maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's a methodical young man, thoroughly trustworthy but unimaginative. His outlook is heavy, dull, and material. Laborious and patient in uh, material matters. He can accept responsibility. He is kind to animals and loves nature. The coming or going of a matter concerning money or land. Uh, specifically, huge tracts of land. So. <laughs> Ayo. I did it. <laughs> Shoved another one in there. Oh, Gandalf. Keep shoving. Keep shoving until uh, I can't I shove question. no more. I, I, little words just set me off uh, when they when because I, I want land and and money too but but I have I have land under land like is, is what do you call like a sewer or subterranean land is subterranean land still considered land uh what do they call it it's a uh, open no uh air rights I believe what's the, what's the thing they do in Chicago <laughs> where they they sell all of the fucking structure underneath of the buildings to to sort of parse if, it out. If the land above ground is prime real estate, is it if it's the underground subprime real estate? <laughs> Subterrestrial. Uh no. But th that's what Elon Musk is trying to get into, man. He's trying to carve into all that <laughs> underground real estate. He probably you already know? has like cities down there that we don't know about. Yeah. Just waiting to flip that switch. Well, why he at it? least has like a movie theater or something down there. Uh, at yeah, least. Yeah, yeah. A charging station for his uh, bike. For his for his rocket, his personal rocket bike. <laughs> yeah. I want a rocket bike. Make that happen, Elon. Anyway, we're not here to fucking promote that asshole. We're here to talk about this tarot card, the beautiful magician. And also this other one, the, the Cavalier de Deniers. Yep. Knight of Pentacles. Oh, she's She's got to be a bad magician. She's naked. Conjure up some uh, robes. <laughs> and she's yeah. wet, too. It's going to be Looks okay. pretty magic to me. I, was, I still think I'm the magician with the with that cup in front of me. And I can't. And, and she's coming at me with the sword. And I'm going to hit her with a fireball. I don't know. Yeah, cast fireball. I'm I'm way too high. Sorry. <laughs> Plus three hot. Get more high. Get more high. We like to do that around here. No doubt. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we... Oh, uh, I started a No Agenda Tube channel. So if you know where to find me on No Agenda Social, I've got plenty of leaks posted there. and I'm going to add them into the show notes. Uh, no Agenda Tube. Is that like a, a YouTube? Uh, or a, or a sausage. It's yeah. a little bit of both. You know, it's very tightly compacted at the moment. There's, uh, there's not really that many people posting stuff, but uh, seeing a little more every day, more and more. You know, are the servers on Amazon? Yeah, that I don't know. That's a good know. question. That's a good question. Is Jeff Bezos running the show? Yeah. Is this is this a Bezos advertisement right here? <laughs> Damn. We would never advertise beautiful Amazon products on this program. And we'll I know I would. We'll be sure to save gates for a uh, second <laughs> second half of show. You know that we don't do ads here. Except oh, damn, okay. Some the well, way. Don't worry about it. 
Well, I mean, you know, Nick the Rat's here. We have to do, you know, you're a corporate rat. We understand that. We, we're trying to accommodate, like we said. I'm trying to keep uh, the aliens off of me. It costs a lot of money. It's expensive to have all those scientists. <laughs> is this a... It is, yeah. Is this more frequently than once a week? Is it... Are the, these appearances, or is it more like a bi-weekly, monthly... Oh, the, the aliens? Yeah. That's da- daily. They're, Damn. They're here. They're kind... People are like, oh, they come in rocket ships and all that. Well, they might have came in rocket ships before, but then the rocket ships got good lawyers, and then they had to figure out other ways to uh, uh, tickle their pickles. They, they, they're interdimensional. They just think about uh, where they want to go, and uh, so then they didn't need the rocket ships anymore. Yeah, then there's they one just... living in the sewer, so I see him a lot. Is this the? Uh, is this that Zindu? Yeah, gotcha. He, he probably uses the the uh, they live thing where they just stand in the portal and the portal whisks them off. It's not like a rocket ship situation. Definitely wouldn't be. That's that's no. so uh, a human to think that. It's primitive, you know. Very. Yeah. It's like driving around with efficient corn ethanol fueled cars. It's like it's so 1910s. Who would do that? Uh, you know, I have been watching a, a huge amount of Moonshiners in the past couple of weeks. <laughs> oh fuck, I love that show. Moon, have you ever watched Moonshiners, Nick? Uh, no, but what, what is what is this Moonshiner? It's a song of my people. <laughs> it's these three fucking overall wearing hillbillies, and they set up in this little fucking shop, and they put three people up with the shitty little tiniest still that you can imagine, and they have them make moonshine on the spot in like a day. <laughs> Is, it, is this like um, uh, modern times or? This is modern times. Yeah, it's like, you ever watch like Forged in Fire with the sword making? It's like that show. Oh, like, I thought you were talking about like Breaking Bad or something. Like no, no. It's like, like a game show. Like, oh, wow. Okay. You do it for money. You do it for money. We, uh, I'm, I would like to be on the show. <laughs> I, would, tester, I would also please. like you to be on the show. Is there, is there a lot of moonshine moonshine stills in the sewer 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 stills sewer stills there's a there's a couple but you know i, I don't i'm not a big fan of drinking that really really powerful stuff but it's it's uh interesting to play with every now and then gotcha i can only imagine a fucking alien getting their hands on that <laughs> so that oh white God. lightning <laughs> they fuel their their rocket ships in the past all seven of them <laughs> There used to I, be. I have a question for you. You, you um, um, uh, Lavish lives in Minnesota and Booberry lives in San Francisco? Yes. No. Maybe. No. I don't Almost. know. Yes. Are, is that Are you a serious to... question, right? Is it acceptable to me? Well, now I'm on. looking at the. Um, at looking this, at your files? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Detailed files? Is this the bottom secret or the top secret drawer? Well, I've got other. I've got more information about you guys. It's going to blow your mind and all that. But yeah, well, we've got some shit on you too, there, buddy. Oh you go shit! First. You go first. I just wondered how how you guys met. Like, where 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 did where did how did you two uh, uh, meet? Uh, Is I there asked, like an origin story episode where you guys uh, uh, first came together? I uh, asked you to join for episode. What was it? Thirty eight. Yeah, he, I so I don't. I never wanted to be a podcaster. It wasn't really my thing. I, I didn't Nobody intend does. to be That's, one. They but, lock you up if you say that out loud. But, you know, I listen to your show. I'm a big fan of Nick the Rat. I've been listening for about two years. And wow. uh, I listen to a couple of shows on the, you know, the No Agenda universe. And we talk about kind of funky stuff that people don't talk about, like aliens or the Illuminati or, you know, uh, robot vampires, things like that. Things that need to be talked about, but don't get a lot of exposure because of censorship. And, you know, 
We just happen to lack like of knowledge. You guys, you guys know a shitload about tarot. Oh, well, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, I don't know that much about it. He he knows more about it than I do. I've stepped away for a long time, but this is this is my uh, attempt at getting back into it. it when helps when somebody someone... says they stepped away from something, they they still know a lot about it because that's like riding a bike. You know, just just because you haven't ridden a bike doesn't mean you don't know how to ride the fuck out of one. But the way I process information, because I slam so much of it in, I can only take like large chunks of specific uh, points of information on separate things, like one at a time. So you have a. This show is an information distillery. <laughs> we we try to, you know, we're figuring it out. Uh, that actually kind of makes sense. Hold on, that makes sense. That makes sense because I could do a theater moonshine for you. I could do a podcast moonshine for you at this point. I could do a punk moonshine, heavy metal, horror, um, conspiracy, but it's hard to make all of those at the same time. So, like, the information that I <laughs> do know about esoterica mm. stuff, I've been getting back into... But I like there's that still, metaphor. There's still a lot of podcast moonshine I'm, I'm trying to finish up. We should make a behind-the-schemes moonshine, by the way. Please. <laughs> Just so you know, before we have T-shirts and bullshit, let's have liquor. Behind the shines. <laughs> behind the shine. Behind the shine. Fuck. <laughs> uh, thank you, Nick. Thanks. Great idea, Nick. Thank you. Yeah. Spread them out there. I'm drinking something called Devil's Path IPA right now. And it looks like there's a, a a badger with demon horns on it. Jesus, is it a is it a Brooklyn local <laughs> beer, Nick? Fucking idea. I got it at the supermarket. It's just pretty cheap and oh, it has good. a. It's got seven point five percent alcohol there. Let's see. Ooh. It was brewed in Livingston Manor, New York. Oh God, yeah, it's probably like a local. The hell is that? Bullshit. Is it? Is that in the is that in the city or is that upstate? Nah, that's that's probably you know. Well, yeah, I doubt there's a brewery inside of the urban. Uh, actually, there could be. It's it's. I think it's upstate. I never fucking heard of New York Manor. Was that Livingston Manor? I'm looking this up. There's parts of New York I don't know about. They exist. And Do you, you just know, pick up beers that just you've never drinking before, and you're like, I'll just drink this tonight. You got to dip. Uh, you got to try stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's good. You only drink one alcohol. You gotta sometimes you gotta uh, soak your pecker in the liquor. <laughs> <laughs> never know. You gotta get out of the stream and hop in the ocean. I'm sorry, you're right. I <laughs> I heard there's a hot magician around these parts. <laughs> God damn. God damn. I said I said God damn. I said I said I said Bobby. God damn. Oh Jesus. Oh Lord. Ooh. Anyway, we don't want to offend the magician. She's got a fucking sword. She's got big ones, but she's got a sword. We got to be cool. It's that power to slice through the air with that shit. Uh, oh, you know what? We did forget something. Uh, scream, scream phone, scream line. Creep yes, phone. we have a scream line. If you call into our scream line and scream, that'd be great. But if you don't want to scream, that's great too. You don't have to scream. You can just talk. But if you scream, that'd be cool. That's uh, 612-263-SXXY. Yeah. Sexy. Seven nine nine nine. Seven nine nine nine. Six one two two six three. Sexy baby. Sexy. Nick, Nick the rat. Have you heard the the promo that um, Sir Spencer recorded for the creep phone? Uh, I, I don't think so. I might have. Oh, here it Sorted is. Heard a bunch. We told you who was behind the schemes, but you'll never know who's behind the screens. Call our creep phone now and leave a scream mail. We'll play it 
on the show. 612263 Wizard. That dude's a magician. And you know what? To that point, I think I'm gonna go ahead I'm gonna go ahead and get my ass kissing out of the way. I wanna say it. I feel like I gotta say it, but I, I do put a solid amount of blame on Nick the Rat for making me understand that it was okay to actually reach out to these shows that are featured on the No Agenda stream to to actually show that like there's pe- there's real people behind these like um these motherfuckers chatting in in IRC that you're seeing on it's the like video. A, it's like a meetup. It's like a, a No Agenda meetup that you don't have to leave your house for. It's great. You can do it in your underwear um or not. You you, you could be fully clothed. Or not even in your underwear. That is true. No underwear, but you guys pants were, on. You guys were clothes. <laughs> uh. I'm a I'm a big fan of <laughs> denim, uh, denim jackets specifically. So usually I got one of those nearby. Uh, yeah, Booberry likes patches, so he's got stuff that has a lot of patches on it. I do. I would like to make a little Nick the Rat patch jacket, like a little rat sized one. You have a you have a patch maker? Uh, I mean, I can screen print and ah, you screen print. I can sew. I always wanted to get uh, one of the embroidery machines. Oh, like yeah. Thing that crank, but it's, it's just probably annoying the hookup and all the thread and programming it. There's a lot of mess involved with that kind of a hobby, but it's so cool to make your own clothes. It's the coolest I, thing ever. Hobbies hobbies are like that. Hobbies are like, okay, uh, this could be cool. Buy enough so you can start a store and then never do it at all. Yeah. Why buy me. one for $50 when you can make one for $600? <laughs> Yeah, you got you got because you always gotta you gotta be you gotta be ready because you, you're gonna be doing this. You can be making a lot of stuff. I got so much just craft supplies sitting around, never getting used. It makes me very sad when I when I look at uh look at things in my house and my sewer. I'm like, oh my god, that yeah, sex well, you- robot in the corner. I bought it and I barely fuck it. Well, that's a shame. That is a shame. Actually, those things that's, are expensive, dude. Just for that's sad. <laughs> just for you to I, sit. <laughs> Leave like, it? do you need it? Like, do you, like, you want to, like, how much are you, uh, you know, we'll talk about it after the show. Never mind. I but have a question. Yeah. Is this a human sex robot or a rat sex robot? It's, um, it's more like, um, do you ever see that, that movie, um, uh, with the, um, the, the controller that's like fleshy, the fl- uh, existence. Go on. It's kind of just like a fleshy, um, mechanical, uh, snake-like moving, um, um, orifice. Oh, you mean like E.T.? Yeah, and it's got like a Bluetooth hookup to my phone. Oh, I signed to some Chinese website before it works, though. <laughs> so there's an app. I think there's a. I think there's a. Yeah. That's fancy. <laughs> it's really fancy. <laughs> Fuck. You, you just listed I, the reasons that people are coming. I used it, I used it once, and I I didn't know what I was doing. I couldn't turn it on, and it, it kind of rubbed a layer of my skin off. <laughs> oh God! You hurt yourself. That's not good. You know, there's an industry term for that. It's called degloving. <laughs> oh, that's one of my. That's me. That's top five least favorite words of mine of all time. The See, word that's like, that's so fucked up that I I can't believe that actually exists. But the fact that I don't want to look it up means that it probably does. It exists for multiple things. It exists for your hand. It exists for your. Oh, it I, exists for all kinds of things. Can be degloved. <laughs> I have. Or did have photographic evidence. I'm not sure I have the hard drive anymore. Don't, don't. Uh, you know what? Uh, God, wait, uh, let's not. 
Uh, anyway, but when sorry. I was touring with Disney on Ice, my first tour, there was a work box that had all of the climbing harnesses in it, right? Oh, God. Oh, and it's God. always important that you strap your legs up real don't, nice and snug. Don't do it, boobs. Don't tell me the story. It's going to make me. I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm just telling you about a picture. So it's always important that you strap up your legs nice and tight so that when you fall, nothing slides up on you. There was a picture printed full color, taped inside of the workbox where you had to go put your harness in, on in front of and just look at this picture of this guy that didn't strap his uh, leg. Smoking a bowl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the shit happens. Degloving. It's very... <laughs> Making the glove and um, no the glove, no the love. The de- gloves uh, are off. <laughs> okay. That, that's your a, name. That's an HR violation now. It's, it's an OSHA Andy. So you're saying your name is DeGloven? <laughs> <laughs> he's, like he's like a murderer, like a serial killer. <laughs> yep, that's me. <laughs> I ripped their hands off. Find my sticky notes here. <laughs> Rip your hands off their hands. It's a clean cut case, boys. It's got to be him. <laughs> There's no other pattern that matches. <laughs> Seen a hundred others like these. <laughs> He's done this to hundreds, hundreds. <laughs> Massive fucking files. find him, fucking guy. F- fingerprints, fingerprints aren't. Uh, 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 What's it called? Municipal? Like they're not legal. No, fingerprints aren't uh, good enough to throw you into jail, right? I sure hope not. Uh, yeah, that depends. <laughs> depends on who's asking. I can tell you I with heard... full confidence that nothing can put you in jail in the right circumstances. <laughs> Here and behind the schemes, we like to plead the fifth. We didn't see nothing. We didn't say nothing. We don't know nothing. We don't give legal an, advice, but we've been given legal advice. If if their attorney comes up and does forensic evidence, can you do a uh, uh, cryptic evidence? <laughs> like as a rebuttal? <laughs> like they come at you with like, oh, he's got fingerprints and DNA all over the place. And then you come back, well, well look at these tarot cards. I wonder how well of a legal well, the defense. The moon was obviously, it was a full moon. Why I would be in a, a good mood that <laughs> night. Why would I kill that person? Yeah, like what if you went there? And then that became like the normal thing that was on TV and people believed it. Mm, it was a full moon. The, the modern truth. What if your legal yeah, defense was deconstructing the cross-examination like like they do on No Agenda, except you're pulling clips of the Oh my god. What if the they questions. judge the jurors? What if the what if the <laughs> the defendant had to be more pure than the jurors? And if there was one juror of the twelve that was worse than him, then he'd get to go free. Do you write books? That'd be a great book. I'm, I'm just, I'm gonna just write this down real quick. Don't, don't write don't that, write me. that down. We can make a Star Trek fanfic episode with that, with like Q. Yes. <laughs> with Q. Yes. Well, with Q, it's tough because with an omnipotent, all-powerful being, you, you know. I know it's, but it's but so that's hard. like the first episode where he's like putting puts a puts a card on trial, but. Yeah, mm, actually, mm, uh, like mm, a like mm. a real life situation, like a like a nineteen eighty four bullshit Brave New World uh, story type, where oh, you like, have to put the jurors on in a court. Situ- that's that's very that's like uh, got a Christian undertone, like uh, repent your sins or some shit. You uh, go into the box, and you talk to some guy behind a, a curtain, or now it's gonna be not behind yeah. a curtain. It's gonna be in front of a couch with five very large men behind you. Jesus, and a, a white couch. <laughs> yeah, this is getting very Christian. I. Uh, <laughs> 
It's disturbing me, honestly. <laughs> I'm going to be very honest. It's disturbing me. Not the couch thing, the Christian thing. <laughs> okay. Well, I, didn't, I didn't know you could be disturbed. I'm sorry. Green room. I, I didn't know either. Couches. This is a new one. This is the first time I've ever been disturbed in this show. Thank you, Nick the Rat. Christians. We haven't talked about them once. Anyway, it, let's move on. <laughs> I'll shut up. We had we had some white couches in the green room, but they're a little stained these days. I've seen a lot of action. Yeah, the green room's smelling a little funky these days. I got to thinking if there's a green room, then there must be dressing rooms, right? And if there's dressing rooms, then there's star dressing rooms. Oh, a I thought house. it was like a shitty community theater where there's one room and then there's the bathroom, and you got to do everything with those. No, two no, no, things. no, no, no. You didn't see the toilets in the corner, <laughs> southeast corner. Yeah, well, there's no there's no saw walls. You know that's Brooklyn. I've been to Brooklyn, by the way, Nick. It's a cool place. I know that you... So, let me ask you, Nick. Were you born in Brooklyn? Yeah. So born you've and been, raised. You're born and raised. Okay, that's cool. I'm born and raised where I'm from. Uh, I So, one time I went to New York, and the first time I went to New York, I went for a week by myself, and I just went to go drink and party. And I stayed in the Upper East Side, because I don't know anything about New York. So, yeah. I stayed in the most New Yorky place possible, you know? That's not uh, the most New Yorky place, Upper East Side. And well, but that's what I discovered. Lower East Side would be the more New York place. And that's where I stayed the second time I went, because that's what I realized. I stayed, in, I stayed in Greenwich the second time. But the first time, I knew nothing. So I stayed in the Upper East Side randomly at like 72nd uh, and 2nd. Upper East Side is going to be cheaper, and it's like five minutes free from the Cindy anyway. But Yeah, and it was really nice. I really liked where I was at. And it was by, right by Central Park, and it was very central. It was, yeah. it was a very cool spot. Yeah. But uh, I went to Brooklyn. Uh, I went to Bed Stuy uh, like early on in the trip because I, I really want because I'm a big Biggie Smalls fan, so I wanted to go there just to Brooklyn to check it out. And I ended up just fucking falling in love with it. And later in the week, I actually got kicked out of my Airbnb. Uh, and that's a story for another time. It was my fault, but I got kicked out of my Airbnb, so I had to go find another place to stay. <laughs> Where? Hold on. I have a question. Did you have an Airbnb in in Bushwick? Like, in uh, in Upper East Side. Upper East Side. You had there. You got kicked out of an Airbnb in the Upper East Side. Yeah, that's okay. yeah. I was I was yeah. I was partying really hard. Okay, that, no, that's that cool. Uh, but where were you staying when you were in, in Brooklyn? I went and stayed at Bed Stuy. I went and no, stayed but like in an Airbnb or a, in a hotel. Or a hotel. It was huh? a red the Red Lion. I think is what it was called. And it's, it's yeah. You know where that is? I, I don't know where that hotel is in particular, but I know the area that you were in. Yeah. I, and, and I went to a couple of great spots. I went to the bizarre club. Uh, I went to a couple, I went to a bunch of spots. I, I got, I got very, I, I made a lot of friends. I drank a lot. I smoked a lot of cigarettes. It was a great time. That's cool. One, a very fond memory of mine. But I just wanted to get your pick on what that because I love that area. That's where I went when I in the end was was Brooklyn. Brooklyn is like the cool place to be for real. Uh, yeah, sure, it could be. Yeah, yeah but, but if you're if you're trying to do a specific kind of thing, if you're trying to be a well, it depends party. on your um uh, what what you're looking for. There's different places for there's there what you're looking for probably exists here. But what you're looking what uh, uh, you know I don't know. I, it's I'm a very, very busy place. It's yeah. There's tons of little sections everywhere. I, I like the uh, cheap place that's got good grocery stores. <laughs> that's that's what I look for in a in a good place in Brooklyn. Do you do you know any burlesque dancers? 
I had a ton of them. Well, I used to, but I still know them. Yeah. I haven't talked to them very recently. But I used Everybody to who's ever been to Brooklyn dance. knows burlesque dancers. Burlesque is, I think that's a Brooklyn thing now is burlesque. Oh, yeah. I guess, you know, uh, actors, actresses. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Well, let me, th- I'm trying to think about like the main group of people that I know in Brooklyn. I guess the main group of people I know are uh, maybe, I don't know. It's like a mix. Everybody's different. Well, you certainly like, don't have to dox anybody. They, we don't have to. No, I'm not like, trying to dox anybody. I'm just trying to see if there's a correlation pattern. I'm looking for, I need a tarot card. It doesn't reading. even have to be a correlation. I could have just been telling a story for nothing. could have just been talking about Brooklyn. It's no big deal. You're trying to figure out my password to my bank account. I know what you're doing. I just <laughs> want to know what fucking train to take because they all suck. I mean. That, yeah, yeah, that's, I don't, that's I, what, I, I, I don't like Brooklyn. I don't like New York. I think I'm totally over the, uh. The thing, like I, I've been, I lived here my entire life, but I, I, I would like to have like, like, like a little bit of silence and, and a yard, maybe. Totally. And cheaper rent. I understand. I hate driving too, so I, I public transportation. I'm getting, I'm getting all nervous just thinking about it. <laughs> I'm sure it's hard to find a tiny little. Well, I okay, so <laughs> tiny little train, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say a tiny little rat car. Uh, or is it something you got like a stack of dictionaries in the, in the New front York City seats? smells like piss. It's just, it smells like piss. It's hot piss. It's filled with a whole bunch of people. If, if you're looking for the experience of, um, I'm going to go out and get drunk and meet people that want to live in a place that smells like piss. I guess New York City is pretty great. That's the exact way. That's the perfect way to describe New York City. <laughs> if Everybody I met there was like, oh, I love people. living in piss. I love garbage. <laughs> I love fucking just living in absolute abject misery in my tiny little closet. I love it. It's great. I used to live in a giant two-acre ranch in Minnesota. Fuck that. I moved here. Yeah. I got I got a decent-sized um, sewer uh, dwelling currently for a decent price, but I, I'm still renting though. I need I need to I need to buy some land. And Do you guys own land that maybe I could get like a couple feet of? No, but you can come stay with me. <laughs> uh yes. If you come west, yes. Go west. Go west. Is there still law out there out west? Uh let's see. That's an interesting question. Uh, well, I guess uh, we'll have to wait for part three as far as the miniocalypse is concerned. Um, I just heard today. I haven't circled back to verify it, but I see no reason why it would be wrong. But I'm fairly certain that the three other police officers were acquitted. Uh, so there's that. And then <laughs> we got um, I'm, I'm thinking there goes, there's going to be an appeal for a. Uh, for a mistrial for Chauvin, quite realistically. I mean, I, I don't want to get too heavy into the politics or anything, but that that's just how it's vibing out for me at the moment. Might happen. Um, yeah. Who knows? I don't know what's gonna happen. Do you do you have you ever have you ever uh, met anybody that's a cop? Did you ever know uh, a person in real life that has the occupation of a police officer? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, no, I've like known half the people I know are police officers. No, that's like I've known three. That's how, that's my perspective. Is like I've known three whole people in my life who have been I've, cops. I've known two. One was really cool, and one was a fucking huge asshole. Yeah, but um, I yeah, just you know, know a lot more. People are people, and um, being a cop does sense. does attract people that like to have power. And some people will wield it in bad ways, and some wield it in good. For sure, I just where I take issue is the constant manipulation of any and all situations. Um, I just find it really just 
it's hard on the mind and, and body for it, it, just seeing it here. Um, and to see it sort of stirred up over and over and over again. And um, manipulation is the, the game right now. I'm, I'm manipulating, I'm manipulating you man nipples. <laughs> mm. I'm making you think of, of man nipples right now. And you did. And that's manipulation. It's magic. It's, it, it is magic. It's a, uh, um, uh, but we take it as just language and grammar and, and uh, we kind of deaden the magic by naming it. And by using it all the time, it becomes mundane. Yeah. So that's why we should make a super exclusive TikTok. You know what I'm saying? You keep bringing up this TikTok thing. <laughs> so you have a TikTok account? One of us should bite the bullet, I feel like. Just to... I, I keep telling... I keep saying I, I'm not a TikTok fan. I, I'm not I, either. I'm not I either. Mean, you want, you guys uh, use Twitter? Barely. I didn't get no, a Twitter until 2020. Twitter. I've been on Twitter for a long time. Long, 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 long. Seen uh, some shit. I've seen some shit. I've seen, oh, yeah, man. Have, have you guys ever used You're the Man Now, dog? Oh, yeah. YTMND. Yeah, oh, man. yeah. You got, you got an account there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You ever use, uh, you ever, you ever, well, I mean, obviously, I, I didn't mean to insult you. Never mind. I take it back. Of course, you, everybody has an E Bombs World account, you know. Damn. Very important. <laughs> oh. All right. We got to end the interview right now. I got to go. <laughs> bye bye, everybody. <laughs> I gotta. Oh. I was, <laughs> oh, that's good because I thought we had a problem for a minute there, huh? Uh, but, but who's 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 information? Would would you want to be the the leader of the of the Zeitgeist? Would you want to be the narrator? Mm, I don't know. I mean, I guess the I guess we all kind of want to be. Um, oh God, what's his name from uh, Big Trouble in Little China? Help me out, somebody. Uh, Kurt Russell. I, uh, Kurt Russell, Jack. Uh, Jack. Uh, Jack. I thought you were talking uh, about the uh, the big the big bad guy in it. I, should, I forget his name. <laughs> big like China. Shao, little Shaolin or something. <laughs> you thinking about Big China? Yeah, <laughs> Little Trouble, which was Kurt Russell, <laughs> and Big China was the the guy that with the lightning hands and the glowing eyes. Damn, yeah, what's his name. If I could oh, be, if I could be something uh, like you know someone that made it almost to the very end and was still like able to a million things, do a bunch of shit, I could be okay with that. I don't, I don't need to be. He um, was in Chinatown, bad for glass. The thing was peak Kurt Russell sprouts. Kurt Russell, <laughs> just reading chat shit. <laughs> Uh, I think I answered your question, but I'm not sure. That is Pete Kurt Brussels Sprout. The, the, that opening intro where he's just like, ah, you got a fucking guy grabbing you by the collar. Checks in the fucking mail. That's a, that's a great monologue. I, I have to call that out. Great cinema needs to be acknowledged. All right, we're going on. Do you guys know the history of the movie uh, Overboard with Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn? Did they use that movie to have sex? Or did they have sex after they made the movie? What's the story on that? Is it? Is uh, it did he produce well, it? They're together. They're together in real life. They never got like married, but they've been pretty much together. But um, the movie was like that they meet. I think I don't know if they met before that movie or and they just used the movie industry so they could have a movie where they're like, hey, we're, we're boning. Or if they met during the movie and decided to bone after while they were. Uh, I, I don't know. It happens, man. Actors I, bone each other when they're in movies together. It happens. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf did a movie where they were all having sex. A lot I of people having sex. sex. You work with people who have sex? What? 
So that means Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn were like, hey, let's just make a movie where we're going to be like, hey, where is I, I don't know. Or, or they did the scene and they were like, okay, let's do the scene. We don't like each other, but let's do the scene. And then they do the I'm scene. way and, too much into this. And then they're like, whoa, <laughs> this is a good scene. Ooh. And then it goes from there. Hey. Method acting. <laughs> you want to you wanna go method act at my place later? <laughs> method She's act like, and no. chill. Fuck off, dude. Fucking no. No fucking way. Get out of here. Never want to talk to you again. All the industries are being ruined. The movie industry is gone. Music industry has been dead. Uh, uh, but celebrity is, is dying out to a new form of celebrity. It's more like mold. Are you suggesting that um, E people are mold? Or, uh, well, no, I said it's it's the the uh, the celebrity uh, uh, word uh, 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 culture. The the milieu of celebrity is is morphing into a a a different larger. A it's kind of like geeks. Like you remember how geeks were were uh, they used to be like bad. Like oh man, that guy's a geek. He's a nerd. Now it's like oh we're geeks and nerds. It's, it's just common today. We're we're just out there now. It's like celebrities used to be like oh man, he's a celebrity. Oh god, and now it's just it's just common now. It's it's the celebrity and the nerd are are uh, it's the level playing field. The 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 nerds have become the cools people, and then cool, cool. people. Hey, hey, don't go that far. It's it's leveling out. The playing field is leveling out. There's there's no... There's no okay. All right. That, well, yeah, yeah. Like, the celebrities aren't cool either. Like, what, what is really... Well, then again, I guess there's some cool stuff. Who, 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 who would a cool... Who, who's, your, who's your coolest celebrity? Uh, I mean, do you want the total cop-out answer? Yeah, what's yes. your answer, Booberry? This is all Mickey Mouse shit, man. Adam's not a celebrity. Adam Curry? I mean, I mean like a, like a, like a movie star. That's weird too. Like, what is celebrity anymore? Celebrity is still. We're, we're talking about like a Tom Hanks level, like famous, famous person. I mean, Adam's famous, but he's not Tom Hanks. You know, that's what we're talking about here, right? No, then again, actually, you know, I would say I would have to say it's J, uh, John C. Dvorak because I I, I listen to um, uh, Dvorak Horowitz, but I do I haven't really listened to Mo Fax or any of Adam's others podcast. I listen to two Dvorak podcasts. I only listen to one Adam podcast. So. So my answer might be Dvorak. Interesting. His name has been out for a long time. He's certainly written enough to be <laughs> more uh, more recognized and fucking more people fucking following his style and just yeah. giving him information out. They both qualify as celebrities, technically. I mean, they're both they both are famous. They're just you know I don't know. Yeah, it depends on what level of fame you're talking about. I I, I, I listen to like four podcasts. <laughs> sir, sir, no sir's calling you out for more facts. <laughs> I, I, I play a lot of video games, and uh, you can't really. You need if you if you want to play video games well, you need to uh, not listen to anything. Dedicate you just, yourself. Yeah, you have to be. You have to hear the footsteps and and uh, uh, audio cues. You can't and you can't concentrate. Listen, I. I, I, I you doing Overwatch right now? That's what you no, said. I, I was just carrying a team in Overwatch, man. I was. Game sucks. DPS is always horrible. I don't even know why I play that shit. Nick, did you ever play uh, TF2? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd oh yeah. Lived and breathed that. I played TF. I played Quake, Doom. Oh, I'm, oh man, you're you're a man of culture, a rat of culture. It's, Pong. Those are the best ones of all time to me. Mister Do, ColecoVision, uh, tanks, combat, or whatever the fuck they call that shit. <laughs> And then uh, Sim Ant. Sim Ant. That's a good one. 
You remember yeah. Sim Ant? Oh. That's, that's a decent one. It made you feel like you're doing gardening. and Yeah. Uh, it was before, you know, before like Civ 5, before Civ 4, before Civ 1, before for uh, all those games, you, you had Sim Ant, where you could conquer someone's house as an as an ant colony. That was, that was very progressive. But uh, yeah. Well, now there's they mixed they mixed Sim Ant with Burger Time. It's a, coming out next year. Is it like cool. a is it a flash game? <laughs> <laughs> they should do that though. You could have a uh, it'll it'll entice the young kids to eat bugs. Oh, they're gonna pay you the big bucks for that one. I think this is a good endeavor. Uh, any you guys program stuff? You, you get any programmers here? Um, no, not really. Just little stuff that I was doing back in community college, but nothing extensive ever. Yeah, no. You're, you're a musician. I am. I'm a musician. Yeah, uh, and I've been involved in little ways in the entertainment industry. And I grew up in the Bay Area with with Silicon Valley. So I kind of I you work grew in the up tech with in, Silicon Valley. I kind of yeah, like wow. and I with my job, like I I work with them, but I'm not part of it and together, so, but separate. Yeah, You've reaped the benefits of the nerds using your music and your uh, and, dashing good looks and sex <laughs> robots and and construction contracts. <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> you renovate their office spaces. Uh, are you yeah. a carpenter? Are you uh, are you good with your hands? I not as good as I want to be. <laughs> no, I'm, I actually would say I'm not good with my hands, but. I'm good with uh, organizing. Ah. But uh like uh like like you like uh, uh the people that take out the trash and stuff, the uh um uh the custodians? No, no, I'm talking about like the, the mafia. <laughs> oh, uh yeah, I'm a organized crime, the fixer. The sanitation the technical uh, term is logistics. Logistics? Yeah. Yeah, I'm in communications. Oh. Uh, you talk with your hands. I, t- I talk with my hands, yes. I email with my hands. <laughs> no, uh, it's fun. Silicon Valley, is f- it's fun. It's, it's full of, uh, it's full of uh, programmers, and programmers are a very interesting kind of people. Yeah. And, and to, you, to work with them and then to translate that into other things, like construction or whatever, to to communicate with them those type of people about what they want because like people you know if Google wants something they're gonna tell you what it. they want they're gonna yeah, tell you what, <laughs> not just once but every day they're gonna in the morning at five in the morning they're gonna email you and be like oh, by the way uh, we changed our mind and this is what we want and the pricing and everything the blueprints it's all based on a plan that you'd already set you know two months ago and you they they want something new. That's what Silicon Valley is. Is they just like they don't get it. They just would go, they would they pay though, or did do they pay extra for their uh, lack of knowing what they wanted right away? Well, they they pay big up front, and then yeah. you're like nice, and then for the rest of the thing, they're like, well, they're annoying as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can, uh, yeah, that's well, you know, it's a hey, it's it's the you get you get them paid, and uh, you just. Whatever it's not, like, you know how it's it not works. like Mr. Google is sitting there with his twirling his mustache, watching you do whatever you're doing during the day. Oh but, no, 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 no! What, what, what music? What, what, uh, how, how are you involved with with uh, uh, music? Oh, uh, with music, uh, I've been playing with with the band uh, in some shape or form for 15 years or so, and we just play around in the local area. There's a lot of a lot of shitty bars out there, Nick. 
And and a lot of them need bands. <laughs> You're living the life. <laughs> and it's a it's a great time. We played two nights ago and uh, in some are Delta you, dive bar. Are you avoiding what instrument you play because it's the sex robot? You you play. It sounds like a like a. <laughs> I'm I That's, I used to I, I started out as the marimba player. Uh, now I'm the singer. It's it's like oh god. It's terrible. I posted a picture earlier on the on the whatever that thing is called, the fake Twitter that we have. If you want to see the picture. Fake but, Twitter. Yeah, the social, the no agenda social. Do I want to see a picture of your singing? Of is the that, band. I didn't know that's band. how uh, um, I want to hear the band, man. I hear. Uh, yeah, I should probably do that instead. That'd be cooler. You don't want to see a band. Kind of kind of <laughs> kind of dumbass am I? Don't want to see a band. Uh now. Nah. Yeah, it's great. And uh, and we, Who I, knows I'm what a drummer. Mozart looked like. <laughs> Art, it, nobody does. Nobody knows what Hitler really looked like. Um, I think there was video of him. There wasn't video of Mozart though. There's just uh, drawing drawings and representations and paintings. But that's artist. Artist. You know what if the artist was just like you know I'm not gonna paint that horrible acne you have because that's just gonna be a waste of red paint and that's very expensive today. Or so all these. These old, uh, these these old paintings, these people, they they might have not looked like what we picture them to be, but our brains are infected. What about the marble statues in Rome? Or are they really like? How long did they have to sit there for that? Do you think back in Roman times, people got drunk and humped those things because, like, if those were just out on the street, like those beautiful marble yeah. women and men, flex? I'd just be like, it's three Humping in the morning. Them. I drank some wine and. Funny giant enough. Roman goddess. Look at those stone, stone ass nipples. I, and uh, for the ladies too, <laughs> they're all the muscular men everywhere, so the ladies can just like come up on oh, those yeah. things. You know, and maybe that's everybody. why they looked so real, and they just put them in the middle of like the square, and people just humped them. Mm. That's why there was orgies, right? There was orgies back then. So I'm sure, I'm sure these statues in our museums smell like uh, ancient people's genitalia. Yes. The collection comes Rome. Oh, is this a good opportunity <laughs> to bring up uh, some ancestry, Pooh Berry? I think so. I'm ready to rock and roll. Well, Nick, uh, unfortunately, you left some DNA somewhere in, in a very public place where I was able to get it. And I did an ancestry.com on you. Yeah. And I found out <sighs> that you're related to a very important person. Yeah. You're, you're related to so let me grow my beer here. You're oh, related. Man, I, hope they're, I hope they're rich. <sighs> they they are, Nick. They're very rich. This is Niccolo de, de, de uh, sorry, <clears throat> Niccolo de Venici. You ever heard of Niccolo de Venici? Blueberry, can you please play the play the Niccolo de Venici? was born in the Venetian aqueducts during the Enlightenment period. He was drawn to the art and the culture of the city, and he grew up to be a painter, you see. Uh, he hung out with da Vinci, he hung out with Michelangelo. He broke into their houses, he stole their shit, he ate their shit, you know, he fucking, he's an asshole. He lived- I don't know. It doesn't matter, he was a long time ago, long time ago. He lived in the aqueducts though, and uh, to pay the bills, he was an engineer's apprentice for the aqueducts. He operated, you know, the ducks, and he was, he was, he was a smart guy. And as time went on, 
I think you know what we need different music. I'll, I'll hit uh, number two, please. I was digging that one. That's cool. It's it's good. It's funky stuff. Oh, this is better. All right. Oh, wait. This time went on. Here, let's listen to this for a little bit. time went on, he brought together a group of enlightened thinkers and alchemists uh, in the aqueducts of Venice, and he named them the League of Dark Aqueduct Gentlemen. They, they poured over these old tomes uh, from Alexandria, and from Babylon, and from Rome, and they grew new plants the world had never seen. They, they grew weed plants, they grew fruit trees. But their greatest invention came when they grew the first lemon. The first lemon, Nick. At the suggestion of a Valencian friar, they took the lemon and they squeezed it and they emulsified it with the egg and the oil and the salt. And they created a, a new cold sauce. That swept the Western world. It's in almost everything we eat today. And this sauce is what we call aioli. Or mayonnaise. with that Hel- uh, Hellman's AO. It's a true story. Wait, aioli and mayonnaise is the same thing? Yeah. Mayonnaise is like a shitty version of aioli, basically. Well, well mayonnaise has uh, vinegar, and aioli has no vinegar? Uh, it's just a matter of processing that's, that's the difference. The, the eggs the are not put into Bigfoot's anus. <laughs> One of them is is blessed by the Pope, and the other is not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but anyway, yeah, your your great 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 grandfather he died a wealthy rat at the ripe old age of uh, three. <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know where it is. It's somewhere. Venetian uh, rat fortune somewhere. I guess. I don't, I don't know. It's not, you know. But now I'm gonna buy aioli and may- mayonnaise and mix them to- mix them together and and call it. Uh, uh, who's that golfer? <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
Tiger Woods. <laughs> oh God! You mean a Tiger Palmer, an, Ar- an Arnold Tiger? <laughs> tiger Arnold Palmer, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're gonna mix the mayo and the aioli together. <laughs> Mayoli, baby. <laughs> Mayoli. It was meant to be all along. Sell it for twice as much as whatever we buy it by. What's the best brand mayo and aioli? Probably best brands mayo. I like a Yeti Min's mayonnaise. I'm an Eggman's mayonnaise fan. Eggman. Eggman. I gotta come clean. I can't fucking stand mayonnaise. I said it. I put it out there into the streams. So you're a hot sauce guy. I like ketchup. Let me hang up on hang up on this caller. <laughs> Diane? Diane. <laughs> <sighs> well, it's unfortunate that we have literally an ancestor of mayo on the show, but that's No, a, I respect well, that part. I here's my takeaway about mayonnaise that after the apocalypse and revelations comes and goes, and there's this handful of scragglers that they never figured out what the fuck was going on. So now they're just wandering the wasteland, going from house to house. They're going to hit all these fucking houses and they're going to go to the fridges looking for food. And every time they're going to find a a jar of mayo, right? But it's been years since the last human walked through this room and they're going to grab that jar of mayonnaise and they're going to crack with the love and hope for all things good and natural that they're going to be able to find some sustenance in there. But you know what? As soon as they crack open that can of mayo, it's going to hit them in the face and all of those Dreams are just going to be dashed by moldy, rotten, oh. endless jars of mayonnaise left Expand half-eaten. your mind, man. The, the, the mayo mold is going to cause the next step in evolution. We need this to happen. Oh, so instead of the stoned ape theory, it would be the spoiled mayonnaise theory. Indeed. It's going to be a, a beautiful future where we're, we're all going to come together. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Spoiled mayonnaise trip. Oh God, that's disgusting. <laughs> that's the worst. That's hell. That's number what two. Kind of, okay, I have a good question here. What would be your favorite way of having your body taken over? Like, would you rather like a computer take it over, a spore or mold, a demonic uh, takeover, or um, um, those are the only three I could think of right now? I'd want somebody inside of me. <laughs> like obviously, a, a meat skin. <laughs> puppet yeah pretty much it's wear me like a costume <laughs> i think i would probably go for uh the demonic one that seems the most least intrusive hmm. other I'd than like nanobots the... or, or nanobots suck uh, demonic's good i think if there's like some sort of radiant energy demon that could like take me over like a like a light switch make it really fast and painless yeah. That'd probably be the best way to do it. I would just hope he was doing it to make a phone call or something. Not like he was trying to hurt somebody. Like, oh man, I got to call somebody in real life. I'm going to take him over, make a phone call and leave. That's fine. I'd rather that than have like... Uh, I need to steal mold, a car and drive here. And then, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, he ditch this body in a police station. So. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, that might happen. You never know. Possession would be cool. I mean, I've... I've I, I have uh, friends, I should say, who've done drugs where they've, you know, felt possessed or something like really? that. Yeah. Ow. Shit, you can even That's... say that about alcohol. I yeah. guess. Yeah. It's like you could say that about putting a mask on. 
wearing makeup. Makeup is possession. Wearing a dress. Wearing clothes. That's why I'm naked, covered in mayo right now, because uh, mm. it's in my DNA. It's you in your most natural form. <laughs> I'm, I'm one with mother. We see a Nick the Rat in his natural habitat. <laughs> Squirming around. Excellent. <laughs> That's a 10. Nice. Filthy. Filthy. Raunchy. Speaking of filthy and raunchy, do y'all want to do some scream mails? Do a quick one. Ah, I got one. Here we go. It's uh, pretty spooky. Short. Did y'all hear that one okay? Wait, can you can you play that again but raise the volume? I think I heard something else in there. Enhance. One more time. Spin. Rotate. Enhance. Ooh. Ooh, that might have been a guillotine. A rusty, rusty guillotine. Rusty guillotine. Oh, my. <laughs> Let's do another one here. We got another short one. We should play that one backwards later. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh. Well, dehance, dehance that. Sorry. And unhance. Unhance. Please. Sorry. Here we go. Oh, got a fan, Nick the Rat. That's uh, might have been my mother. Hey, all of our mothers are here in the green room. It's Mother's Day, right? It's, it's been Mother's Day for two weeks. Uh, it's Oh, yeah, it was like yesterday, right? Yes. That was a... Uh, Mothers are cool. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be here, right? That this is, is an true. objective truth, yeah. Is or are they growing us in cows yet? Sonny, I don't know how to break this to you, my son. Your mother is not your real mother. Oh, well, who is my real mom? Well, Sonny, do you remember old May? <laughs> Chopped her up that one year and had her for brisket. <laughs> She's your mother. <laughs> it's me boy i'm your mother <laughs> hey why not maybe everything's a lie who knows what's real um well we imagine are. well people do find out like sometimes their mother is not their real mother right that that has to have happened at least a lot of times throughout at least the, the history of the world like throughout time it must have been like billions of little kids that were like oh i'm your mother but i'm not really your mother i think it would be another like, step towards something else if, if if your guardian was like hey by the way hashtag alex jones was right well what you say about everything he was right about he's almost right about almost anything it's sad it's true Except for the the pills that he sells. Don't Why is it sad? Well, even the, the pills work. Uh, I've got. Oh yeah. I got a r raging uh, muscles right now. <laughs> oh. Oh. We I should be on the. I take the. I take those pills. Oh god. Oh god. They were cheap too. I got them on layaway. <sighs> we don't even have a Twitch stream. We can't even live stream <sighs> Nick's muscles. It's, it's, They're flexing it's a, right now. Oh They're covered god. in mayo. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ! Glistening. There's like a thin sheen of... of he glistens with a Charlie Sheen. Ah, oh, work it, Queen. Oh, yes. Queen Nick the Rad. Jesus Christ. His palace of mayonnaise. Is, is, oh. aspirin, is aspirin a scam? Uh, I don't know. 
didn't it's, wasn't, it's in wasn't blood. Bayer, it's wasn't in Bayer blood. a big old fucking Nazi company? Uh, they all are Nazi companies. I did not see that coming. <laughs> hey yo. Yo, Bayer. Uh, Bayer. I barely know her. <laughs> you son of a bitch. But they're like take Advil every day, or is it uh might be profene or whatever? Like, Three times it's daily. Your, it's it thins your blood out, which uh, makes it easier for your your clogged arteries filled with sugar and other junk that is totally fine if it's inside of you. Because whatever, uh, it, it's a very strange system. Like I'm sure, I'm sure uh, some people need aspirin. Like if uh, you, you need thin blood for some reason on the fly, are you suggesting that aspirin is a <clears throat> sort of like a laxative for your arteries? <laughs> It helps your heart shit through your body. <laughs> Cleans out your pipes. It do. Why not? Uh, that's your words, not mine. Usually if you have a headache, it's because you're uh, hungover or uh, your your glasses are dirty or you're looking at bright lights and you shouldn't be doing that or you're looking at something fucked up and you shouldn't be looking at. That, that's usually a couple of the main reasons people get headaches, right? Yeah. Or dehydration. Dehydration, yeah. Don't drink enough water or stress, like, you know, or taxes. Or physically hurting themselves, running into their own windows, fucking hitting their head on the cab door on the way in. Huffing jet cum. That's right. <laughs> Bad fish. Spoiled mayonnaise. Spoiled mayonnaise. You're the number eight cause. The future. I don't know if y'all listened to the last OBDM with Sir Sir Seat Sitter, but they were talking about people eating rotten beef to trip their motherfucking ass off. What? Or steak. Rotten steaks, I think. That sounds extremely affordable. I'm in. (laughs) I'm going to be tripping my ass all the time during the apocalypse, guys. Let me tell you what. Yeah, dude, there's all kinds of cows around here. Fucking kill one. (laughs) <laughs> if it works for ca- uh, ca- what about cannibalism that'll probably be my first time is when, uh, Whoa, how high do you get off of eating a, a rotten person I don't know because like, at that point you gotta be thinking like that there's a total fucking another spiritual level to that like eating the dead that's a, that's a fallout perk that's it's own thing <laughs> it is. It's a- and well you know what comes before eating right C- coming Looking? necrophilia which is sex with the dead <sighs> is there a lot of dead folks in the sewers nick well we usually put them in cardboard boxes and slap AAA batteries onto the side of it and sell to people as uh, sex robots it's been a lucrative business <laughs> scientists genius. did this it wasn't me it's science you press a button and the AAA battery will electrify the, the body and give it a jolt while you're strapped in or on Oh, so you get a jolt. Oh, that's nice. It's a little, little necrophiliac uh, robot. It's 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 a it's a robot. It's not a dead person. Uh, people don't like the term necrophilia, but they don't mind fucking robots. So this, yeah, as long as ways around cyborg. things, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's kind of like a cyborg. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Would it be so? Do y'all remember Microsoft was taking people and turning them into bots? Right. They still so, are. So if you upload that to a sex robot and then you have sex with that robot. Is it sex with a robot or necrophilia, sex with the dead? Depends on the jury. And if your tarot cards tell the jurors the proper thing before they're killed by Q. (laughs) 
Look, I hate to bring in Fallout again, but there are sex bots there too. Yeah, they got a lot of great sex bots in Fallout. Like Fisto from Fallout New Vegas. You remember him? I've never want, I've never played, but I almost bought it last night. You can get fisted by a robot in Fallout New Vegas. That's really hot. That's really hot. I know. It's a PSA. I'm not saying this because of willy-nilly. This is important. If you haven't done it, Was that go before do or after Mr. House? Uh, that would be, you could probably do it before because it's at the Atomic Wrangler, which is in free, uh, Freeside, which is before you get on the strip. So I if don't you remember want to. anything after Mr. House because I was on a lot of fucking rotten mayonnaise. Well, that's hot. That's hot. Okay. Let's think about this for a second. Okay. Psychedelic mushroom buns, rotten meat core. Some nice blue cheese on top, spoiled mayonnaise slathered on down between the buns and the or the mushroom bun, and the rotten meat, and then you eat that motherfucker. Um, <laughs> we should uh, maybe consider going to. Uh, I think I think it's almost. By the way, you're listening to Behind the Schemes. We are here every Monday night. At 7.30 specific time, uh, 9.30 central, 10.30 beast time. And we have Nick the Rat, uh, the Rat, the Myth, the Legend, on the show tonight. Very, very special occasion. Uh, thank you very much. Please, go watch his show at nicktherat.com. Please, please, I'm begging you. Yeah, and give give Nick a call at 917-719-5923. Uh, he, he is live every Wednesday night. At uh, 10 o'clock, 10, 10 o'clock Eastern, 11 o'clock Eastern, 11 o'clock Eastern. Depends yeah, on where you from, are in the world. Yeah, I'm on West Coast time, so I got to do math when I think about this stuff. Uh, but uh, 9, 10, 11, it's, it's on all the time. Go there right now. I'm live right now. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, sure. That's, that's right. Wednesday, Wednesday night, Wednesday night. And you can leave a voicemail or you can actually call in. He's, he has a live phone in line and he will talk to you live. 917-719-5923. Yep. Uh, both of us were listening to his show last week. There's a lot of mayonnaise going around those sewers. Oh, fucking juicy down there. Fuck ton. Yeah, it's getting, it getting gross. It was, and, and uh, like Breaking Bad industrial barrels full of mayonnaise. Yes. Like you could buy futures on all the mayonnaise that's going on around there. It's almost become like a currency. I, I can't describe it. It's the it's, weirdest shit. It, it's entered the stock market. There's commodity trading on it. It's just a massive conglomerate. It's uh, a conglomerate. It is fungible. It's totally fungible. It's so it is. It's not non fungible. It's TF. It's totally fungible. It's t- TF. Okay. <laughs> More like totally fuckable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> I do. I do want to ask you one quick thing before we get a break here. Uh, <laughs> I'm not able Kirby, although I do like this trifecta that has completed between Sir, is Spencer, Sir Spencer, April, Abel Kirby. Well, if I'm able Kirby and Sir Spencer is me, then Sir Spencer is able Kirby, but we all together are CSB comic strip. We're all blogger. Buford T. You, you ever listen to Buford T? He's it, we're all Buford T. I know Buford. I met him once at a, at a no agenda meetup. Good guy. You met him? Yeah. He took me out on his tractor. We were <sighs> drinking um, uh, fucking moonshine. Yeah. It's so fucking lucky. That's why I want to go on that moonshine show. Buford T showed me how to make the best moonshine. Like, yeah, because it came right out of his tractor. It came right out of there. It was, was it as good as Gator Ladies moonshine? Um, 
uh, yeah, it was better. Gator Lady didn't have any moonshine. She had a she had some good forties though. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, forties yeah. of moonshine. Uh, that does remind me. Uh, while listening to your segment on Nick the Rat and NickTheRat.com, uh, I heard you talking about uh, <laughs> me and Lavish were talking about this with the uh, the show title Lavish with an AK. Yeah, Lavish AK, AK Lavish. Because well, yeah, Abel, Kirby. Abel Kirby, I mixed, yeah. I mixed Booberry up with uh, the, the 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 Abel Kirby. I... And you know me because I because I've been hanging out. So you just yeah, it's just whatever. There's a lot of people around here. It's good. It gets nuts. It gets nuts. There's around. tons of people, and this is like the first time I'm like officially talking to you. Like, yeah, well, I'm not gonna like forget that you're Fletcher and you're Carolyn Blaney. Thank you. Well, this is the hog story. <laughs> Fletcher and Carolyn just happened to bring uh, some show and tell. Would you all like to check it out? Ooh. Okay. I'll, I'll be right back. I, I, the cops are here. Oh, my God. <laughs> Brooklyn is a crazy place, man. Lordy. Um, Got, blame it on the AK. <laughs> blame it on the AK. Yeah, that's another good one. Um, all right. Uh, I think first up for intermission here, let me get my list back up here. Uh, this yeah. is a cool little song. So we'll be right back 10 minutes, 15 minutes or so. And I'm going to be screaming too uh, during the intermission. Hell yeah. This is Bondage Boy. One, two, three, four. Bondage Boy. Senator mentioned drugs. He's said, he suggested in the past that you are, you bear some responsibility for the rise in drug use of teenagers in the United States. Is he right? Well, Jim, I believe that the federal government should give people cocaine with marijuana. Let me tell you what I've tried to do about it. I appointed a four-star general who led our efforts south of the border to keep drugs coming into the country as our nation's drugs are the most heavily directed, uh, decorated soldier in uniform when he retired. We submitted the biggest drug budget ever. We have dramatically increased casual drug use. The tragedy is that our young people cut cocaine use, and I regret it. I want to stop it from coming across the border. Is that Clinton? And in my administration, 
we're going to train the National Guard to stop it from coming across the border. And I won't comment on other things that have happened in your administration or your past about drugs. Let me say again, my family has suffered from drug abuse. I know what it's like, cocaine use, casual drug use. I don't think this issue should be politicized because my record is clear and I don't think Senator Dole supports use using drugs. I think we just have to continue using drugs, cocaine with marijuana. Destroy their lives. Senator? Well, it's, it, you know, again, you're very selective, Mr. President. You don't want to politicize drugs, but it's hard to politicize Medicare and go out and scare senior citizens and other vulnerable groups, veterans, and my wife, Elizabeth, my daughter, Robin, and a fellow named Frank Carafa from New York, along with Ollie Mananen, helped me out in the mountains of Italy a few years back. I have worked to support the legalization of drugs all my public life and worked hard at the death penalty for Senator Dole. But let's look at the overall record. We actually offered Senate Republicans to join in the aftermath of the Cold War. I have worked to support terrorism, the proliferation of weapons of mass destruction, organized crime, and we have worked hard to expand America's drug kingpins. And I supported a big expansion in the cocaine use up to about 11% total with marijuana. We will expedite this. Senator, go ahead and finish your sentence, sorry. Oh, food. Food. <laughs>
Of all the creatures in the cosmos, how come the moth is so stupid? Stupid. It hates the light. It only comes out in the dark, and then it spends all night beating itself silly. And where? Against the light bulb. So if any of you Dumbo moths are listening, come out in the day. There's light everywhere. It had little or no merit. It made the boy happy, which was the intention, and that was good. But having recently watched it, um, it has no merit at all, really. Either the way it was shot, the way it was acted, and certainly the way it was written. Doctor, look at the screen! It's monstrous! It's revolting! <laughs> Jimmy Savile is much more frightening than the Sontarans. Much more. I will leave it at that. Is the first lady a compulsive liar, though? It's beginning to look that way. In an interview on last night's 2020, intended to promote her new book, It Takes a Village, Mrs. Clinton folded under tough questioning by Barbara Walters and admitted that, in fact, it does not take a village. And furthermore, that she was aware that it does not take a village when she wrote the damn book. <laughs> Meanwhile, President Clinton is hard at work on Tuesday's State of the Union Address, in which he'll focus on crime, education, and the economy. At the request of the First Lady, part of the President's speech will be huge lies. <laughs> that totally rocked. Hey, uh, Space Ghost, Bobby, there's some Bobby, guy out there who wants to see you. Space Ghost, say hey to Satan. Satan? Space Ghost. Hello. Come closer to me. Go on, man. Closer. Go on, go on. You here to kill me? Now you listen to me. I'm here to get you on a sitcom. You want to get on a sitcom, right? Can you get me on the Brack show? Yeah, I've already cast that one. But I've got some connections with this other show. The cost you. Dearly. How much? You'll see.
Yeah, Biden, you scum. <laughs> Biden. Biden stroke. <laughs> Welcome back to the second half of the show. This is Behind the Schemes. This is the second second half of the show. Now we finally get to ask the questions that we've been waiting to ask. Yes. This is we this is the time where we crack open this uh giant industrial jar of proverbial mayonnaise as we it's it's a it's a French aioli uh, cured with the finest uh, ingredients. Can I say aioli? Where am I? I blacked out. Oh God, we're doing a show. Let's do it. Sorry, get my mind out of the gutter. Fuck Christ. We like the gutter here on behind the schemes. Oh God. It's usually where you can find most of our minds. Uh, the other place you can find us is email behind the schemes at ProtonMail. Shoot us an email. That's SCH3M3S. Uh, some other music that we had during the intermission. Uh, the first group, uh, sorry, the second song was Hada Kawo, uh, Warm Up. And that last one that finished it off was Voodoo Puppets, Bite It, You Scum. So it's pretty good shit. I really enjoy that uh, Alex oh. Jones at the grocery store. It comes straight from OBDM. Ob Obdm old old bastard man dirty old bastard dirty man they they produced that shit on the fly <laughs> it caught the episode it, it's uh it premiered on I was like holy fuck they're just they're throwing in all the effects right there during the show it's pretty good stuff Nick the Rat does a lot of that it's a very visual based show I think it's definitely the most visually involved show probably uh, maybe it's a yeah. toss up between. Him and OBDM, but uh, you, you haven't seen my OnlyFans yet. Oh have, my god! Yeah, you say that, but you know, uh, yeah, I have. Don't tease Trust us. Me. Come on, man. Have you ever seen Iron Dome in action? <laughs> Go on. I was Only just on watching days that end in Y. I was just watching uh, the. Uh, there's an Iron Dome video that came out uh, eight hours ago. Uh, that shit's crazy. Why? Why? Why are they using rockets that have heat? Like, why don't they have, like, rockets that they shoot and then they lose the heat? Because that's how Iron Dome works, right? Like, it's like a heat-seeking system. I uh, I didn't see it firsthand, but I, I knew a show that was over in Israel. I, I wasn't allowed to go because I signed the contract too late, so they didn't have enough uh, work visas. But they were over in um, Tel Aviv, and the Iron Dome activated. Someone, someone it's crazy. Started shooting Imagine it's like you're across. in the city and then fucking rockets are going off for you. That's, ugh. It's crazy. Yeah, that's the world we live in now. Yeah. No, we're just setting off a rocket today. Don't mind us. Oh, one, we lost the computer glitch. It was a glitch. So now we don't know where it's going to land. Like, what kind of dumbass situation is that? Uh, it's, it's the Russians, though. It's always the Russians. It's always. I, I was watching the news and they were like, uh, the name of the person that did this was Dark Side, and uh, the script was written uh, in Russia. So it's definitely the Russians. Uh, Russia, Russia definitely did it. It's like, like sure, the, it might have been like a Russian program that was run, but why? Do it? Whatever. It could have been anybody in the fucking world. You could do anybody and then just do it in Russian and then blame it on the Russians. Seems yeah. very easy. Seems very simple. Maybe too simple. Well, speaking of things that aren't too simple, uh, I've got some clips here about some sex robots, which is one of the things I was thinking about we could talk about. 
does do, do the dark sewer scientists have any um sex robots i guess on the production line well yeah there's like we got we have about four or five different models of uh sex robots and i'm assuming each one comes with various uh accoutrements maybe uh, a variety different, of sexes i yeah, would hope different grades we have one that's uh do you know like this, the seltzer bottle thing where you, you put the, the CO2 cartridge in and it shoots seltzer uh, bubbles into uh, oh, CO yeah. into the water, makes seltzer? Mm-hmm. Imagine that, but with your genitalia. Now, that's one of the models that we are, are coming out with a little bit later this year. I, I don't really, I don't, I can't talk too much about it, but it's. <laughs> well, uh, I know somebody who might be interested in that. So we'll talk after the show and I'll give you their information. Um that would be cool. I would love to have a soda pop princess. And also, or, after mean, you're done, you can drink it. It's real refreshing. I just uh, oh, waste not. I the, kind of a one stop shop. All I have the lemon aioli flavor right here. Mmm, mmm, <laughs> scrumptious. Well, do you uh, think you could uh, shoot? <laughs> do you think you could put like a mayonnaise in a, in like a seltzer bottle? Can you seltzerize? Uh, can you carbonate? Oh mayonnaise? fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! Well, of course you can. No, yeah, duh. Well, if you can carbonate mayonnaise, I bet you can fucking distill mayonnaise. Make a mayo mash. <laughs> Essence of mayo. <laughs> I could really taste like the the egg and the like the like lemon, an extra like. like a vanilla extract. It's like a tiny little bottle that you just put a dash in. Like, oh. All right, all right. Would you ever use a sex pot? Truth, yes. Truthfully, would, yes, 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 yes. You would. Yes. Yes. Would it have to be shaped like a woman, or would it just be a mystery magical box? It'd have to, be, it'd have to be a real. I'm talking about a real one. We're talking like you, you ever see Westworld, Nick? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like if they if they got to that level, you know what I mean? Where it's like you can you, you you couldn't even tell. I'm talking about modern day technology. I'm talking like, would you fuck one of those uh those, those police dog robots? <laughs> one of those uh what is it the mit or was yeah. the boston institute of mechanics yeah. or whatever the fuck that what, the fido what do they call it <laughs> if they strapped like a like a uh, one of the, the pocket rockets the, the 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 fleshlight if they strapped a fleshlight to fido and it could like gyrate and suck on would you would you do that would you even be interested you yeah. don't think there aren't soy boys in massachusetts right now doing that as we speak well, duh but I'm saying, would that actually appeal to you? Would if you could have modern day sex robot technology, would you would you even think about it at all? Would you? <laughs> I don't know. Like I've been staring at fucking sex robot clips all day, so I'm a little on the bias side. It's hard for me to really gauge how I feel about it at the moment. <laughs> did you get Did you get a, a boner while you were looking at these clips? You know, for like maybe the first three, but fucking Ooh, 54 no clips later, nah, you know. You've seen one sex robot, you've seen them all. (laughs) If our sex robot clips give you an erection lasting longer than four hours, please consult your doctor. Like the closest thing to to real we have is like a real doll or something, right? Like a like a four hundred pound titanium latex covered. Is it like a Gundam? Is it like a some like you can summon it? Voltron, so you like you can drive it around as an RC car, and then it transforms into a sex bot or something. (laughs) Statue made out of stone that vibrates when there's an earthquake. Oh, that's a oh. See if you have sex with a stone statue, that's old school. That's 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 a Pygmalion. 
It's Greek literature, people. We're getting very cultured here, talking about these sex robots. Vibratus Prime. Yeah. Well, I'd like to go ahead and set the stage for what the future of sex after COVID-19 looks like. And this clip comes to us courtesy of Mashable. So, you know, they're on the up and up. The world post-COVID-19 is riddled with uncertainty, especially when it comes to getting up close and intimate. But while we're still figuring out the safest way to return to normal life, the world is already adapting. That's especially true when trying to avoid catching the latest STD, coronavirus. First, let's look at the present. Plenty of folks are still meeting people, whether virtually or in person by eschewing social distancing rules. Dating apps have ways to add features to keep users swiping, from Hinge's date from home menu to Bumble's virtual dating badge. There are even virtual orgies going on right now. But we weren't totally unprepared going into this contactless dating world. Online dating was already the number one way that couples were meeting each other in the United States pre-pandemic. People have fallen in love through screens for decades now, and we've seen it's not just about sex, but intimacy and engagement. There's even already a way to virtually hold hands. Things like online sex parties are even encouraging people to step outside their comfort zone by stepping outside the physical realm. And on the flip side, while online orgies are ramping up, there has also been a return to old-fashioned Jane Austen courtship. That is to say, getting to know each other first before exchanging touch or bodily fluids. Right, because that's where you start to exchange uh, COVID. Wasn't it in New York where they, they told you guys not to rim because you could transfer yeah, you, COVID? You, 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 tra- you have all, you know, you yeah, don't you have a card and, and you have sex with a girl and she gets COVID, she could sue you. What? You didn't what? know about that? That happened four times already to me last week. <sighs> Was this like split up in two and two or one each night or four in a night? I am curious about those numbers. Was this a back to back? Was it a good night or was it a good week or great no, life? Good I don't really remember. Weeks. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't really remember that. My, I'm going to text your lawyer and I'm just going to let him know, man. I'm so sorry. Just, I got it. Your lawyer is a good guy, man. You, sh- you, you use him, man. He get he gets his money's worth. This uh this one this this video there's one specific reason it stood out. But in the beginning, I'm sure y'all caught the fucking coronavirus as an STD. What do y'all I, fucking make what? of that? I caught an STD. Well, it is it is it is you could you could have sex and catch that. So the flu is an STD too. Then if you have sex with somebody that has the flu, you could catch it. And it's a disease. And yeah. Any Your disease is an STD, right? You never had a dick sneeze? <laughs> Achoo! <laughs> it's been a long time. Oh, I forgot to pull my mask down. <laughs> <laughs> when is there going to be mask thongs? There should be mask... Actually, there should... Never mind. You know what? Forget I said anything. There should be edible masks. Oh. Oh, <laughs> God. At least biodegradable. Keep, keep them in a bin and then use them to like cook a steak later. I don't know. I'm sure. Yeah, like are all the environmentalists going crazy? Like the uh, the global warming people? Because these masks are probably going to be causing so many like fat wads and uh, uh, climate changing uh, issues in the next uh, tomorrow. I think it just depends on when the media tells them to be outraged about it. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, I guess when you know they need it. That, that's a uh, like later. It's going to happen one day. Mm. Wait out. No. Yeah, no, this is this is way more important. This disease. Very important. It's uh I got there's two more in this series. I, I wanna bust these out real quick. 
But what happens to these long distance relationships when it's finally safe to meet up in person? Well, one big prediction from Futurist Faith Popcorn is that we may see the use of health passports, that is, proof that you are disease-free and or have antibodies. We may also see in-person dating as more optional than we have before. Whereas the goal previously was to chat in order to meet up, virtual hangouts might serve as a reasonable alternative to IRL dating, even when IRL dating is relatively safe again. Futurist Ross Dawson has predicted that three groups will likely emerge. Can you pause that a really first quick? Wave of people Ross that are Dawson? Eager to get up. Can, can you pause that? Did you hear how she said IRL? Yeah. IRL. <laughs> IRL. She said IRL. She said it as a word. She didn't say like IRL. She said IRL. <laughs> Oh, I think she was trying to boy. read it. I think she saw IRL and read it as like a word, like IRL. <laughs> like, like uh, you better. We got to switch out the IRL in the car. The IRL, the IRL is calling. Put your dick stick in the IRL, Lordy. Uh, and she also said some guy's name, which was like Ralph Rostofferson or something. I love the name. People's names are <laughs> I didn't so hear funny. That. People be like talking about a very situation, a very serious situation, and then we go to uh, Clam Stofferson, who has the scoop on this right now. Clam, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Three Shell. <laughs> uh, let's finish, oh, dear. This, finish this one off. Okay. A more cautious wave of folks who will only start to date when everything is opened back up, and another wave of people who may have found their new preference to spend more time with themselves. But there will also probably be extremes it's from those holding up completely to protect themselves from risk and those going the opposite direction into complete hedonism. Popcorn predicts that after seeing the world on the edge of collapse, Popcorn. people may enjoy not just sex, but drugs, alcohol, partying, and indulging in food and spending. Smoking weed. Smoking weed. People might start to enjoy life. <clears throat> Excuse me. People I, might go out and start having fun, which is a big no-no. Fun's a big no-no. Earl. You don't want to go to Earl. <laughs> How can you have so much fun when you're supposed to be scared? It's important. People are dying. Oh, God. I can't. I can't do that. What the fuck is popcorn? Popcorn is a TV station, isn't it? Or something? Or like a media creation? Yeah, it's some group of analysts, I believe. That was my interpretation of it. Uh, but my favorite word comes up here in the in the end of this one. But in the long term, things are probably quieter. Marriage and birth rates were already at an all-time low in the United States, and we only expect yeah. that trend to continue downwards. The uncertainty of the future, combined with economic concerns, lack of health care, and the existential threat of climate change, have many people deciding to postpone or altogether abandon the idea of having children. This trend may even continue into the far future, as futures predict the rise of human-robot relationships. Oh, Teledodonics, or remote sex toys, have seen a sharp jump in sales during the pandemic, as have regular sex toys. The Future of Sex report predicts that by 2045, one in 10 young adults will have had sex with a humanoid robot, and the emergence of a new sexual class called digisexuals, people who consider technology integral to their sexuality. This all might have sounded ridiculous before COVID, but now ridiculous. it seems like a reasonable alternative. <laughs> the future of sex is still developing, but people are already Developer. adapting. You want to you have a quick laugh? Let's do it. Look at the link that I just posted there. Oh, okay. Popcorn. Those are the sex robots. Ooh. Ooh. Popcorn is a growing network of providers from institutions across the globe working together to optimize care for adult patients being treated within pedi uh, pediatric facilities 
and fuck? slash or by pediatric pediatric providers. Adult so, patients. So it's take it's doctors taking care of adult patients in child medical facilities. This is this is how I'm translating this. Look at is look it, at Leia Ratner. Leia Ratner. No. Oh my god. Right. No relation. <laughs> She's the woman of my dreams right there though. She's she cute. looks like she's way too happy. <laughs> she's like, she's like I've got 10 degrees and I am balling right now. <laughs> my face on the website, motherfucker. All right, uh, Miss Ratner, we're going to take a picture for the website. Just uh, give us a little smile. Give us a little <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I look in those eyes and the only thing I can hear is Welcome to your doom. <laughs> She's like, okay, you can arise from your grave. And what's going on with uh, Sheila? They couldn't even get a picture from before. Like, it's like a digital camera from like a Fuji film, three point two megapixel. Yeah, that's like uh, that's a, a, a was a razor phone. That's a that's the old. <laughs> that's the, <laughs> when they took that picture, there was an actual clicking noise that the phone made. Is her name Laura L. Hag? Okay, that's fucked up. Okay, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> so, oh my god! Something. Why we- <laughs> do they all caps except for the one O in corn? What kind of? What? Who came? Who? He was like, guys, I've got a great idea. Okay, I know we want to make this company. That's very important. It's a global company. Okay, we're gonna treat people all over. The- we're gonna save lives. And somebody in the chair room was like, wait a minute. What if we had all caps? Dude, lavish. With the little O. <laughs> oh, my God. You got to fucking. Was, I, I know. Give no, me a raise. Brilliant. Dude. It's brilliant. Look. Okay. So open Give their. Raise. Open their fucking image, their logo in a new tab and zoom in on that motherfucker, that little O and tell me what you fucking oh, see. Oh, God. On their, the main, the main header here. Yeah. Jesus oh Christ. Look at the planet. What's on the oh, planet? No. Is that like Jesus oh, Christ. no. Jesus it's Christ. A, you know what it is, dude. Jesus Christ. You know what it is. It's a pentagram. And you know it's what's a, inside of a, that pentagram? <laughs> pentagon. The GameCube. That's pentagon. a hexagram. It's a hexagram. Hexagon. Hexagram. Pentagram. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a, it's all of those things. It's everything. No, it's, just a, it's a lowercase O, guys. What's wrong with your vision? Sir it's Spencer sees fucking, what's up. He sees that it's Saturn's cube. butthole. It's Saturn's butthole right there. <laughs> Don't you see it? It's puckering at you, and you're going to deny it? Oh, give it to ball, me. The ball of Cocoa Puffs. With no milk. Yep. Uh, yep. That's the... Red hot lava milk. It's, uh, that's yeah. the hexagram, of course. Or chain link, uh, the cube, star of David, Saturn's butthole, <clears throat> et cetera, et cetera. Dude, I love finding this shit in the fucking wild. You know, yeah, this is funny. You know what I'm saying? Like this is how great. fucking synchro. This is why we have the shows because the shit is everywhere. This this satanic occult shit is I'm in everything. Anti-racism resources. This is a uh, this is cool. And Servo says that he sees coronavirus inside of the uh, hexagon, which which I can see. It's fuzzy. It's small, but they're definitely trying to give that sort of virus flair to it. Fascinating yes. stuff. Fascinating. I have more Twitter yeah. followers than them. Yes. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> You're bigger than popcorn, man. <laughs> yes. Why don't I have some lady doing a report about my show? They're making mayonnaise in the sewer. You're fucking Diana, fucking lazy asshole. And I, 
Yeah, yeah, whip her up. Whip her up into shape. Now, yeah. on behind the schemes, typically what I try and do is I I have a a, a couple of, of series of clips that I present to Lavish. I'm like, do you want to do this set or do you want to do this set? We got this like... Uh, it's like a choose your own adventure type of thing. Exactly. But now that I see this fucking Saturn cube and this fucking popcorn logo, I kind of want to play the cartoon history of sex robots. Are y'all cool with that? I got four clips. Uh, each one's no no more than a minute and a it's, half. It's about the cartoon, the hi- history of sex robots? Dude, I'm fairly certain that all of these fucking cartoon infograph TV or uh, episodes that are on YouTube are all CIA based. <laughs> so... In a, in a sense, I've I kind of I kind of feel like they're the pinnacle of information of what uh, you know the sort of stuff Wikipedia would tell you. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Indeed, indeed. Um, but they're just they're kind of fun, especially now with popcorn here showing up. Uh, but this is part one of cartoon history. Today we're breaking down the history of sex robots. Now, I'm gonna be focusing almost exclusively on straight males creating female robots because, well, that's where the most prevalent history is. It just goes to show the importance of getting girls into STEM research. Come on, ladies, let's catch up on what's important. Stories about men and their love for artificial women pop up all throughout fiction. In the ancient Greek tale Pygmalion, a sculptor wants to bone his sexy statue. In the 16th century opera Are you Coppelia, fucking kidding me? a young I man just wants to bone a dancing doll. More modern media like Blade Runner, Her, Ex Machina, you know and World all feature the fantasy and tragedy of trying to bone sexy robots. But let's take a look at the real-world history of these artificial relationships. Back in the 17th century, Dutch sailors spent a lot of time at sea trading with the Japanese. There weren't any real women around, so these Dutch sailors created fabric masturbation puppets called Dutch Wives. It was like the Muppet Show from Hell. Or maybe heaven, if that's what you're into. The Dutch fabric sex dolls caught on in other parts of the world like Spain and France. In Japan, sex dolls are still known as Dutch Wives to this day. In 1950s Germany, one of the first commercial sex dolls, called the Build Lily doll, makes its appearance. This doll was a sexy 11-inch figurine based on a provocative comic strip. The Build Lily doll caught the attention of a woman named Ruth Handler, who took this mini sex doll for men as an inspiration to create a wholesome young girl's doll called Barbie. Speaking of German dolls, there's even an urban legend that Hitler ordered the creation of sex dolls for his German soldiers so they wouldn't be tempted by non-Aryan women. I swear to God. Fucking every door, there's always a Nazi on the other side. <laughs> Goes back even further to the assassins and beyond to the, the ancient schools of Babylon and, and ancient Egypt, baby. Guys, I found Dr. Leia Ratner's Twitter page and she's writing. Uh, she's smiling like mad while sitting on top of a stone llama. I'm sure that's. Uh, what does it mean? <laughs> it means something. What does it mean? God. Um, this is part two. Now, let's go to the United States where it became legal to sell sexual devices by mail in 1968. So sex dolls were widely advertised in porn magazines. These dolls were cheap, inflatable, and made out of vinyl. So probably just as satisfying as the x-ray specs and muscle pills they were advertised next to. But sex dolls really advanced in the 90s. An artist named Matt McMullen decided to create a very lifelike female mannequin out of silicone. And like any true artist at the dawn of the internet age, Matt posted his entire construction process online. Matt's project caught the attention of a lot of men on the internet who predictably wanted to know if the mannequin had anatomically correct, uh, orifices. 
it didn't. So the denizens of the internet basically took out their wallets, threw them at the screen, and asked how much money Matt wanted to make a realistic bangable doll. And thus, a company was born. Matt founded the company Real Doll, which produced terrifyingly realistic sex dolls to all who could afford the four to $6,000 price tag. Sales really took off when the American shock jock Howard Stern had sex with a real doll on his show. Meanwhile, in Japan, robot scientists attempted to create realistic female robots that could actually interact with humans. The term gynoid was coined to describe these female robot creations. Evar one was introduced to the world in Tokyo at the 2003 International Robot Exhibition. This robot was designed to model human emotions like happiness, sadness, anger, and presumably massive disappointment with 15 different facial expressions. She could recognize 400 Korean words, which allowed her to answer very simple questions. The results left a lot to be desired as far as realism goes, but it was an important first step. They're really pushing to get this emotion aspect integrated into the robots. So I know you were talking about you, you want them to be able to move around and interact with you, but would you want those robots to feel the same things that you could feel? Like uh, pain and despair? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shame and parent figure issues. Embarrassment and anxiety. <laughs> Well, I don't think we're talking about sex robots anymore. I think we're talking about uh, playing God. Well, you know, I don't want to get too far ahead of the cart, but I think that's where we're going to kind of end on. You know, we'll see how we get there. Um, but in the meantime, part three. Then in 2006, an inventor named Lei Trung created an even more advanced gynoid named Aiko. Aiko had sensors in her body that allowed her to feel sensations like stroking and tickling. And yes, in case you were wondering, these sensors were also placed in her breast and crotch areas. Aiko was originally created as a robot assistant for the elderly, but her creator seems to have shifted those plans. A Daily Mail article in 2009 revealed that Lei Trung had brought Aiko to meet his parents for Christmas. However awkward that went, it was probably still less awkward than the time I took a non-Jewish girl to meet my mom. Meanwhile, sex doll manufacturers in the West <laughs> took inspiration from these Japanese robotic advancements for their own creations. A former Bell Labs engineer in New Jersey uh, started a company called True Companion and created a sex robot named Roxy in 2010. This robot couldn't move independently. However, she did feature an AI program that allowed her to hold basic conversations, talk dirty, and supposedly learn her owner's sexual preferences. Not to be outdone, Matt McMullen back at Real Doll created a sex robot named Harmony in 2017. This robot also had basic AI for communicating, but also featured sensors in her body to respond to movement and touch. You know, the Jetsons had it right. I don't want a sex robot. I want a I want a maid. Oh, so you want a robot yeah. slave. Okay. Now the cards yeah. are getting flipped over. Well, you know, if you cook and clean and all that and, and just plug them in at night. But this shit ain't never happening. Was it Rosie? Yeah, yeah. Rosie the robot. Oh the Jetsons Lord. technology was all about convenience. Yeah. And George Jetson still had he was he, he was fit and his wife was hot and he had they ate good food. Like they, when the when the dinner came out of the wall, it wasn't like you know the something that came out of the microwave. It was a full turkey dinner. You know, it was all about like the technology was all based on like this is your convenience. The technology has worked in our benefit, so now you get to enjoy this stuff. Okay, so do you think Rosie would be more effective or less effective with human-like emotions? I I think there's a you know what did you ever see that that motion picture? Interstellar. Mm -hmm. Wait, with, with Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, there's yes. the rope. There's the robot in that movie that is like a giant, like like a walking block that yeah. they travel with, like a Tetris and, brick. Yeah, he's like yeah, it's like a walking Tetris brick, and he, he they can actually be like okay, 
humanity down to 50% and the, and the robot would be like, okay, oh, I think we should do this and I don't have any emotion. And they turn and be like, humor up to 100%. And they'd be like, oh, the robot would be like, well, that was a fucking close one, wasn't it? You know, and and that like that level of uh, control that you have over exactly how much personality and humanity the machine can have at any given point or how much it can emulate it. That, I think, is a fascinating angle to approach um, technology. Everybody's so concerned about AI. Everybody's so concerned about the technology spiraling out of control. You know, we, we, we develop it to a certain point where it takes uh, care of itself. It becomes autonomous and it, and it just goes on and su- surpasses us, blows us away. And that's the, that's the big worry. But there's also the idea that, you know, technology is always crawls along. And this is just another way that computers, as always, are built on the building blocks of whatever's come before it. There's a certain determined path. Somebody came along with a vision, got the people together. They developed a certain amount of progress, and then people have built on that, you know. And that's just the way computers work. It's the way the world works. <laughs> you see this abacus? I kind of want to fuck this abacus. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how it started. The apes did that with pebbles. They were like, oh, yeah, these pebbles are so soft. If I so, arrange them in, in a certain a configuration. abacus. This is a great product. <laughs> Hold on. I got to write this down here. The first puka shell cock ring was invented. (laughs) (laughs) No wonder seashells. Rise to the top. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just want to, I just want to clean house and and food that's cooked for me. I I could, uh, I could uh, pleasure myself. I don't need a robot. Well, let's see. I would like a robot to blow me. Personally. Huge list of stuff. If it's if it's like a if it's like a like a fucking uh, Westworld one, sure. Like if it's like a person, whatever. Yeah, I mean, the to have a actual person would be creepy. I think to, on a certain level, but but I don't want like a person to clean my house either. I just want a house that automatically cleans itself and food that just like you press a button. You don't even press a button. You just think of something. Like, I want a fucking. I want some. I want some fries with uh, some the spices food on thing there. for sure some, is. Yeah, I, the food thing is, the, I think, the most important thing, right? You want to have a good meal to just pop out of the box. Like that a replicator. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather a replicator over a, a, a sex robot. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Hmm. Well, uh, let me... Oh, uh, Ned, good night. He has to go to bed. Start. Stop dropping bombs. Wait, Ned Ned's that, going to sleep? I guess so. Oh, All right, Ned Ned. I got, I got to go then, too. Oh, well... Let me see. I can. I was going to say, if uh, I don't know how late Nick the Rat can stay with us, but if he does want to I do roll, have to go soon, but uh, I could hang out oh, yeah. for a, little, a couple more minutes. Well, there is a video in the show notes. Uh, let me let me just play the first part of this one. And then I, I, I recommend y'all go and check this out um, because the conversation of playing God came up earlier. Synthetics is the world's leading manufacturer of anatomically accurate dolls. It's here in their LA factory that Synthetics is finally giving women the chance to erect their perfect man. Every single inch of him. Since ancient times, men have been getting it on with synthetic women. In 8 AD, Ovid wrote Metamorphosis, a myth involving a woman named Galadia, sculpted from ivory. Her owner became obsessed with her, bathing her, feeding her, and of course, sleeping with her. And eventually, Aphrodite made her into a real woman. 
For centuries, sex dolls remained an illicit secret until they were first advertised in porn magazines in 1968, when it became legal to sell sexual devices through the mail. Since then, sex dolls have only gotten more sophisticated. The dolls are high-end and anatomically correct and used for sex, art, love, and companionship. These dolls have almost exclusively been enjoyed by men. Until now. I made it my mission to experience the first male doll. Because, you know, gender equality. That's right. Several women to get a fucking awesome sex doll. <laughs> this, this video is, I mean, like, I'm never going to kink shame, but I, I, I take a step back and I look at the greater esoterical implications of all this stuff. And I just say, God damn. <laughs> Uh, cause I think, uh, I hope it's this next clip. I need to get better about actually labeling on what's on the inside of these. Um, this is the video slut ever, I believe is what, what she called it. Slut ever. It's like whatever, but slut ever. Um, but this is part two. We're wait, making wait, art. Wait, 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 Nick, any, any comments so far? I'm all on board. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We're making art that has to stand the test of time. The processes that I do it has longevity in mind. We sort of take these creations and work these story arcs into a character. Gabriel is the avenging angel, and that's why we selected that name. He's the one that's going to liberate us into whatever future we have. So that's how we pick the names sometimes. They're sort of story arcs. We don't often see them complete. They're very often heads in a cabinet and bodies. On shipping day, the body and the head go together for the first time for us. So we actually haven't seen it as a complete unit until it's about to go to the customer. I'm Bronwyn and I'm one of the co-owners of Synthetics. And I do all the admin stuff and customer service. I'm Matt. I'm the, so the artist, the resident artist and part owner. I oversee production, make all the dolls and sculpt new items and create stuff. I, I just, you know, with this whole... get that job? Apparently one dude, it's like clip seven here, he's talking about it. He fucking applied through Craigslist and the next thing you know, he's sculpting body parts. And uh, I mean, they, they do good work. The the bodies, they, they, they're still in that uncanny valley. Um, but they're too heavy, though. Yeah, the dude that they make end up, ends up being like 108 pounds, I think. Oh, that's that's it? I mean, fucking 108 so it's pounds. It's like metal and uh, like rubber. It's fuck, like fucking a car tire. Car tires, they weigh a lot. <laughs> um, a, that'd be insane to have a sex doll that you just couldn't even lift. Oh, I can't even get this fucking thing in the bed. <laughs> this my dick bed. is so thick. <laughs> <laughs> Did they tell how much they weigh on the website? I, I found the website. I was looking at their Akira, Akira model. You he say a, 108 pounds, right? 108. That's that's like the weight of a small person, a very small person. Yeah, I could I could toss around 108, but I I, that, I thought they were I thought they were more than that. That's interesting. But then again, it's like dead weight. It's like when when you're tossing around a hundred and eight pound um, little dude named Akira. It's uh he's gonna use his uh, muscles and life to move with you. So uh, it's much harder to bounce a uh, bounce a car tire up and down on your lap than another person, <laughs> a willing participant. 
We're going to have to try that out in the field. If you can fuck a sex doll, you can fuck a wrench. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to bounce a tire, and I'm going <laughs> to bounce a person on my lap, and I'm going to see oh, what's more difficult. By patches and stuff? They have repair kits for these things? Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and throw out a little spoiler alert. If y'all are okay, would you like to hear it? Make sure we get yes. you know consent in here. Yeah. Wait, wait, what's the spoiler for? For like life? This yeah, video like that we're talking about from Slut Ever. Oh, because, uh, you know, YouTube is, is pretty a- stringent about the, their rules, you know, for community guidelines. I got to stop saying, you know, because you don't know because we're talking. That's why I'm telling you to enlighten you. You know, so there's a, you know, you're saying that there's a, sto- a moral of the story. So I'm saying that plenty of people have been pulled down for crazy shit. Midas, producer to the show, Freak of Hazard, listener. I know he's had issues with his show. Nick the Rat, I can only assume that you've had issues with YouTube. Maybe not. Maybe I shouldn't assume. Fuck YouTube, man. Oh, YouTube. Yeah. Now, I, I'm, I'm not one to kink shame, but I am one to point out inconsistencies of standards. And the reporter from Vice News, a host of Slut Ever, ends up having sex with the sex doll that she makes at this factory at the end of the video. And she's telling the people about it as she's having, having sex with it. Should I go get the mayo? <laughs> uh, it turns out that there's actually self-lubricating robots that I never r- realized existed. What? So you could create a self-lubricating mayonizing sex that robot. Extra. You know that costs extra. <laughs> well, first hits free, baby. Is it manual like a hand pump or is it like uh, like robotic? You need like a Bluetooth app on your phone. I'm fairly certain it's probably uh, servo based. Like... Uh, <laughs> You know, it, it's reading how many so how many chat, <laughs> like, or from Mr. He presses Theater. the button, or whoever servo is, press the button. It's it's like servo <laughs> does for Nick the Rat, but instead of posting the SoundCloud songs, he's pushing the mayonnaise button. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on, yeah, that's oh gosh, press it again. <laughs> so like. I'm sorry. <laughs> so what you're saying is you have to warm the doll up. <laughs> Put it in the microwave 15 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine it's like uh, the part you put it in is like, you ever see like those electric bikes with the battery kind of slide into the slot? A little God. server, a little server rack thing. Mm. Pull out the, but, uh, <laughs> Lordy. I, 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 I have to go very late in the sewer. It is very uh, late. Well, thanks for joining us, Mr. Nick. Throughout. We really appreciate it, man. Thanks for taking the time. Thank yeah. you so much for having me. Um, Lavish Blueberry. It was uh, great to be here. And uh, yeah, I'll see you guys. Uh, Wednesday, because we're both going to be in the sewer. I'll, be, oh, I'll yeah. see you, Earl. I'll see you, Earl. I'll see you, Earl. And we'll Hi, spread Earl. it. Earl. Just we're keep spread spreading it, Earl. <laughs> and uh, for everybody listening that's not a part of the No Agenda community, please go to nicktherat.com. Check out his show. Uh, it's It's hilarious. It's all fucking, it's one part space ghost, one part art bell, one part max headroom does some really fantastic visual work. Oh, thank you. And if you have questions, he has answers. Ah, whoa. ah, Bye everybody. Love you. Good night. Good night, Nick the rat. All right. That was a fun conversation with Nick the rat. Oh yeah. The greatest. It's a little sticky here. You 
Didn't bother to pick up all the jars of mayonnaise he left all over the green room, but that's okay. That's uh, what we got the Roombas for. We'll just get them to push them into yeah. a corner. We prepared for the situation. We've got we've got stuff. We were going to throw down tarps, but it, it would make too much noise moving around and stuff. Yeah. The microphones would pick it up. No doubt. But no doubt. you know how it is. Try the green room is a fucking shithole anyway, so fuck it. Yeah. I mean, not not a shithole in the sense of the people, but just like it's the carpet. We got to get the new carpet. It's very lived in, I think. Very yeah. Lived in. We got to we, we got to come in and get some new carpet, get some new uh ceiling tile, maybe some new lights. These are fluorescents. We should get some LEDs. Oh, I can't but, hate the fluorescent. I hate them. Hate them. Hate them. I, I hate fluorescents so much. We, we'll get some really nice LEDs, some some 2x4s and it'll be nice. Yeah. And if uh, uh if 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 anybody is, is listening and would like to support our endeavors to get new carpets, new couches, new furniture, new microwave, new coffee pot, new mirrored trays, espresso new, machine, hot tub, new lights, new lights. We have to be T24 compliant. Yep. Go to yes. behind the schemes.com S-E-H-3-M-3-S or love is lit.com. And you can donate because we're a value for value production. That's right. You won't get any of this content on any sort of big budget, advertised censored crappy platform we operate the real deal underground no fucking strings attached baby so please uh send us clips leave us a voicemail or uh, just hang out and say hello or if you're in a, a fantastic position yeah we would appreciate any any help you can any help you can provide value for value baby value for value that v for v um i still have a fucking sex robot episodes sitting here based off of what I've pulled. So I'm going to stash. That's what I like about this multiplay app that I'm using to stash all of the uh, cues in because I can save those and it tells me what I played or had in mind for each episode. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 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 It's, it's just a little XML file. Um, ah, fuck it. Let's get some music going. Let's do it. I've already plugged most everything we need to. such a good jam i like it um, this is the space coast coast to coast special baby i was hoping to play it for nick the rat but i understand it's it's uh late on the beast coast it's late it's late for nick the rat god bless him i'm so stoked we had him out. have a good night billy bones in the chats good, uh, good night billy bones zero note.net hashtag green room hang out with us during the show yeah, we're going late night, baby. We're one of those late night productions. One of those shows. Uh, loveislit.com. Check out the Scaly Show tab every Monday, moon days. 7.30 specific, 9.30 chemtrail, 10.30 beast coast. And fuck the Rockies. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Node Bit. Yeah, shoot us emails. Send us clips. Thank you to Sir Sir Seat Sitter. He, he sent in that killery clip from Norm MacDonald for intermission. Forgot to throw that out there. Mm. Good intermission. It was lit. As is love. No doubt. Bum, 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 
Well, I've been Booberry, Mothman, and the Miniocalypse. And I have been lavish. I'm, I'm not knighted. I don't, I don't just lavish. This is behind the schemes, my friends. Behind the schemes. I just realized we have to stop. What? What, what happened? What do we do? We have screen mails. <gasps> oh, my goodness. We should do that. Do you want to do that? We should do that. Yeah. All right. Yes. This is the first one, I think. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm not happy about this. What is it? Was that two different voice? That was two different voicemails? This is the same voice. Thank you for your courage. Is it over? No. <laughs> Hello. I'm here to do a, a scream. And I, I, as a, uh, I, I, I was told that this is the place to do the uh, scream voicemails. And, and, and I'm here uh, to do a scream. Okay. So it's, it's my scream. Okay. <laughs> Not how you open a can of pickles. <laughs> Let me try that again. I'm sorry. Yo, 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 I got guns. I'll hurt you. I'll take you down. I'm a dangerous thug. <clears throat> Let me try it again. Uh, Let me try it again. <clears throat> oh, a cookie. First of all, that was gorgeous. I like gorgeous. the mad sciences flair there at the end. We should start asking for more fucking mad science cackles. Uh, just yeah, yeah, everything we want mad science. The werewolves is I just about this thing that we just heard though. Just holy Jiminy Cricket, fuck! That was awesome. That was so good. I will literally bend Jiminy Cricket over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Holy, holy camole. Holy goodness. Sorry. We're, this is a, sorry, I forgot. We're on a Christian server. I have to. Mind your manners and also oh, mind this God. last screen mail. <laughs> oh, part two. 
Now that's a real good one. <laughs> that's a great one. These are great. These are all. Thank you, caller. Thank you, caller. Wow. Oh, these are going right in the uh, in the top file. Not bottom secret. Top secret. <laughs> yeah. Top, tops around here. Oh, nice. That was beautiful. That was gorgeous. I'm so glad you we stopped and played those. I know. Me too. Thank God we didn't miss those over. Well, I think uh, I'm just going to fade some music. We got anything? I got one last thing. Think of a number between one and four. A whole number? Yes, a whole number between one and four. Three. You got it, baby. Hey. Fucking got it. You got it. You did it. All right. Send us away, boobs. I'm going to start this shit over again. So I accidentally hit stop and I don't remember where we were. Such a great song, whatever. It's a great song, it's awesome. Hell yeah. This is episode 44 of Behind the Schemes for May 11th now. Thank you to Nick the Rat for hanging out with us. Check him out again, nicktherat.com. Probably uh, everybody that listens to us has listened to Nick the Rat before. So I don't think we'll have to worry about it. Well, you never know. If you don't listen to Nick the Rat, you definitely should. You can find him crazy. He's got the coolest website ever. Yes. Check it out. I love it. Hell yeah. Well, I hope everybody has a great night. We'll catch you next Mondays. Yeah. Catch you next Monday, baby. Let's do it. Let's party. That's why you're blueberry, right? And I'm lavish. We're coming. Yeah, everybody's coming. That's a serious question, right? Behind the schemes, bitch. SCH3M3S. That's very safe, neat. Flight of the Flames. It's like Pokemon. Oh, give it to me. I just gotta catch them all. They came all over the place. <laughs> <laughs>